after the war was won. Ionis revealed himself, not to be the ape that the Monterans had seen, smash the tower. He revealed himself to be Ionis Ilhavind, to mixed feelings from the Monterans, but he did seem to win them over. We divvied up the gold that was hidden in the barracks below the tower, sharing it equally, or mostly equally, sharing it proportionally between the Lake and Harthas and the Monterans. <laughs> and then we made our way to the hole in Water's End with Felipe Madamba. I said goodbye to Pawson. I don't know that I'll see him again. I certainly hope he goes and takes care of Mr. Percy, though I kick myself for not asking him to do that. Then we made our way into what might be the strangest tunnel I have ever seen, if I in fact saw it. Paintings on walls, time passing without passing, voices muted completely, and somehow the three of us, Abel, Ionis, and myself, made it to the bottom, and we now stand in the giant ladybone-made dome. But we did not make it with Felipe, and we do not know where he is. So I think it is time to find out where we are, where he is, and what comes next. Are you ready for the dungeon, dads? Huzzah! Yeah, baby. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to Dungeon Dads. And as always, I'm your DM, Tom Blaylock, and I'm joined by Sam Frank playing the war cleric of Tempest, Abel Rock Brother. What's up, Sam? How's it going, guys? Oh, I'm excited for this one. <laughs> me too. Me too. Uh Tim Carr playing the warlock Filnir Omajira, who's possibly on the lookout for a new patron-ish situation here. What's up, Tim? Says says you. <laughs> yes. <Yeah, so, laughs> <laughs> I mean, Pawson swallowed that rock, and uh, and uh, you you've uh, I think you sort of swore each other, swore to each other. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. Me neither. We shall see. Yeah. yeah. And uh, John Watson playing the wizard and the would-be king of Montaire, Iona Silhavine. What's up, John? Man, I've just been having having a good time trying to <laughs> trying to become king and get people back on my side and trying Great. to trying to use spells I've never used before, like polymorph is awesome. Ah, polymorph <laughs> was so good, <laughs> so good. And then, now we're in some kind of weird dome. I have no idea what's going on. Well, yeah, let, let's let's get right to it. I mean, you so you guys fell through this hole, but you didn't really fall through it. You were sort of drawn through it. And uh, I see what and, you did there. Oh, uh, you, you like that? <laughs> you like that? And and then and then you you were deposited at the top of this dome, and uh, all three of you passed your your casting stat saving throw. Uh, Felipe Madamba did not. 
and he is still stuck up on the roof of this uh of this place and you with the aid of the featherfall wand you sort of float down to this small island i say small uh, it's probably like uh 20 or 30 times the radius of the hole that you just went through that the the tower that you just fell through um of what's sticking out it has roughly the same curvature as the roof so it 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 feel it, you know it's big it's big enough that it feels like you're standing on flat ground but you know you get to, you can look around you can get the sense that it is actually you know curved like the like the rest of it and it and it sort of slopes into the water that is here in in this giant room this cavernous top of a sphere that's mostly filled with water um the island that you're on has uh several tables that look like the sacrificial tables that you've seen throughout the brain so you saw the one in the uh, upstairs of the water davian consulate that um galwinia slash jesus was using there um you saw the remnants in the ruins in the uh tower the the blue spectral tower that sort of raised up from from where you planted the sphere the spear and you also saw one uh underneath the the um trip god temple um down down below so these are kind of becoming ubiquitous for you all even though before this adventure you'd never seen anything like quite like these and and you know and why why would you you weren't on the lookout for them even abel sort of i mean he'd seen them a few places but like they not they're not common um this is a basically very regularly on, on almost a grid uh on the ground where you were standing uh, are are tables like this uh and as you sort of look at the at the island that sort of slopes down to the water, you can see that even as it approaches the water, there are these tables that are actually underwater as well. So this looks like above water, below water, it's all sort of the same shape and texture as it goes around. Fellas, I'm found myself in a lot of strange holes in my life and this this sure beats all i i agree what's um i mean what now where's where's felipe uh, he he that didn't is... come through he was in my arms and then we we fell through he didn't he didn't he wasn't with us i did did anyone see him on the dome um, look up, look carefully. He's drawn there on the ceiling. When we landed, I saw a drawing of Flon animated. He was moving, uh, and I saw him sort of zip from one place to the other. And it occurs to me that perhaps he took the chest back to Lake and Hearth, and that is what I saw, that he has taken his troops and gone back through the chest that Mr. Percy was guarding. And we can see him using 
the tunnel that the chest creates, the contrails, I believe they were called. But I do not know if Felipe is there, pointing to where he is, or if you that guys puts can him, see him drawn up there. If that puts him in some sort of tunnel that, like the type that Ionis was stuck in. So, uh, yeah, to that point, if when I look up at Felipe and when I look up at the dome, is there any recognition from me based on my experience? You've never seen anything quite like this. Uh, I mean, none of you have. As but- sure as I'm able. I thought this table's a fable. Man, he's still Stop rhyming. rhyming. I mean it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it happens to everybody when they're around Felipe when he casts. It's true. We didn't really get into the canonical uh, nature of that, but it's true. So next time he casts around you, you're going to have to rhyme everybody. Um, so um, I, I have a question. Yeah. I don't know if it's time for this or not, but those you said I saw squares on the ceiling of the dome before. Are those sort of permanent fixtures up there? So, you know, you you saw it and now it's sort of like looking up at the stars in the sky. It's sort of hard to, you know, you kind of know the general area it was, but when you saw Florin and others like whipping through it, it was pretty clear what it was. But now that people are not moving through it, I mean, to give you a good sense of this, there there are markings, there are things drawn all over this dome. And occasionally there's things that move. At the hole where where you came out of, there are so many people drawn up there that they sort of overlap with each other. And you can still see Felipe up there, but there are a hundred others that like are littering that like that's the only reason why you can see where the hole is is because it's in a stack circle. of stickers a, sta- yeah. a stack of stickers yeah a- a- around a this. where's waldo <laughs> yeah 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 and then across the whole ceiling you know you know you have seen something like this actually um john do you remember when the dwarves pulled out their map that was the leather mm. map that had um the various parts of the brain drawn on it. Yes. So this looks an awful lot like that. The style of it that's up there. Um, when you put your finger on the place of the map and you transferred your thoughts into sort of a photorealistic version of uh, Lake and Hearth and the way to get there, like and you mm-hmm. were sort of transferring your knowledge of it. Um, you know, there was sort of a drawing style that, that was, that appeared on the map and like, that's what you recognize it not so much i mean this doesn't look like the dome i mean the the map didn't look like the dome per se but the way the lines are drawn the curvature of the uh of the contrails that that you can now see that are appearing and then disappearing as people are teleporting around various places which you can see like shooting stars across this dome that's what it reminds you of Okay. Okay. The only thing in your life that you've seen that you can remember that looks like has any reminiscence of that, of this, uh, for you. Okay. 
Yeah, I was just wondering if it mapped out like constellations where there was enough landmarks on there where you could be like, oh, well, I know he went over there. So that's Lake and Hearth. And if I flip that in my head and sort of draw the Breen over it, does it line up geographically or is it totally separate? So uh, you would have to, I mean, look, given enough time, you might be able to discern some kind of order from it. It seems right. like there's a logical order up there. Okay. Um, but I've only seen two points that move. You've that only, I know seen, of. you've right. only recognized two points that of, of people moving, but that's not a terrible line of thought for sure. And you said there are altars on the Island. Yes. Is the Island floating in the middle of the dome or do we feel like we are on a surface? So it seems like the curvature is of the Island that you were on is almost identical to the curvature of the, of the, Dome. So, so, so 200 yeah. feet from every two, two to 300 feet from all like angles of the, of the Island up to the, up to the, um, the top of the dome two two or three, actually 200 meters. So that's what more like 700 so, feet up. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to um, look down at our feet. Yeah. Is there so, anything unusual about the floor that we are standing on? So, yeah. So it is totally black like onyx um with lady bone veins running green and red can filnir look around too while we're there and see if there's any see if it looks like there's anybody else there right now from where you're standing you see that there are seven or eight of these tables give me a perception check all right 22. Oh yeah. Okay. So, um, as you sort of look around, you see that, uh, there is in fact a shape that's over by the water's edge far to like, it, it, you're, you're about in the center of this Island right now. Um, and, uh, if if your cardinal directions are still holding up from when you were above land, it's almost due south of you. There is a shape that is sitting, looks like a, a humanoid creature in a cloak, sitting with like their back to you uh, on the on the water's edge. Okay, I'll right next my... to one of these, right next to one of these tables. I'll untie the rope from myself and I'll give them a visual indication and point them towards it without making too much noise. You guys see it. You guys see this. Uh, it's hard to tell how, how big it is. Medium sized. And, and how far? From you, probably 400 feet. And how far apart were those, um, the tables you Hello said? Hello there! <laughs> <laughs> be ye friend or foe weird shape the thing moves his moves his shoulders turns around and looks back at you and uh and you recognize the woman's face you're looking at sil moonbrook 
damn. <laughs> Gentlemen, you decided to come to the center of the world, I see. Silmoon, what are you doing here? Felipe told me he was going to take you here, and I... Where is Felipe? I point. He I did not make it. all three point simultaneously. He did God. not make it through the dome. Oh, shit. We know not why. Do you know where he is? Can yes, I have to go to the temple, and she disappears, and she appears drawn about mid- the middle of the roof, and you see her as she slides across the roof, and you see her make it to him, and the two of them sort of get in profile, and uh, you see that she hugs him, and then they slide back to where she originally appeared, and then she disappears, and she reappears on the island next to you all. And Felipe is there, and he is out of breath. He's, oh, 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 gentlemen. Oh, how many years has it been? Since, <laughs> since we last saw you. Yes, you look brilliant. Look, look at you, Ionis. Look at you. You, 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 you haven't looked, looked better in your life. Phil, Phil near. I thought half elves age at the able. Trickery is this. I clasp him by the shoulders. So the vision never dies. Life's a never ending wheel, Madamba. <laughs> I, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't understand, Sil. Sil. Yes. You were stuck in the, <laughs> you were stuck in the contrail, Felipe. I, I but, but why? What? It was many years. Look at me, I have regained my powers. And he holds his hands up and his hands are begun to flame and he produces this like small orb of fire in his hands and he says, it doesn't even take a bit out of me to do this. And he drops it in oh, shit. ground. Oh, we could have had a rest. <laughs> <laughs> Felipe, uh, he is, he, he he's flabbergasted. He says, I, I, but it, it doesn't can that happen can one feel like they have been on the contrails for 10 years guys I, I feel like maybe we trusted him to know what he was doing and that may have been a mistake I I, I, I can remember oh goodness talking told me what to do and it's been so long uh, still Sil, do you think you could bring Nimrod here? Yes, but you said your powers have returned. Oh, I, why would you why would you want to go through with this? I must free my friend. My fr- I, 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 I do not wish him to languish inside the blade. Uh, Filner, do you still have quiet dark? Yes. Yes, I do. Kegaset must be freed. Well, do you have to die, old friend? And he looks over at you, Filnir. He says, My word is my bond. I told you that I would aid you. Just because I have lived many years since I made that promise, I still will aid you. Someone must take the place of my dear elven friend. I am 
stunned that you could live for years in the state you were before. For us, it's been moments, perhaps several minutes, but certainly less than an hour if my inability to cast is indication of anything. Sil, <laughs> <laughs> so, so is, is that... Is it is it true? Has it only been moments? Yes. <laughs> Felipe. She's so annoyed. <laughs> Felipe, the mind plays tricks on you. There's no way you've been in there and even been perceiving time for 10 years. Did he cast before he came down here? He did. Felipe? Quite a quite an impressive spell at that. Yes. Felipe, can you cast you told us all that you were dying. I I thought I thought perhaps I was, but I was able to resurrect some twenty-seven Lake and Hothas. Jesus Christ, Felipe. Of the Orc Wars? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, man, I, I'm don't say his name three times. I'm worried that guy'd show up. <laughs> <laughs> I I apologize. It's just a saying we have in the brain after after all that he's done. Um could you please bring Nimrod Tolkien? My dearest, dearest Sil. God. I'm gonna go back to Farron. When this is all over, and I'm never coming back to this stupid place. And she disappears, and you see her appear on the on the roof again. And she zips. And this time it's weird because she zips to one side of the room and then she zips back to the center and she goes around the circle multiple times. Around and around and around. And then she disappears again. Felipe says, Yes. I was just pulling her leg. I, I know it's only been a few moments. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been able to cast the whole time. Um, she doesn't like me very much, and I thought maybe if she thought I was dying, she might be more amenable to some of our particular needs. I was very hopeful she'd be here. And now I know that she does care, but I'm not sure she will care when she comes back and finds out I have been pulling on her very beautiful long leg. <laughs> Felipe, why do you treat her so? We have a long history. I guess I just think she deserves it. She deserves you fucking with her. Yes, well, she abandons the Herlith and I. And I... I'm not sure I'll ever forgive her for that. Uh, something occurs to me as you've been talking here, Felipe. Y yes. We were offered the chance to use Syl as a mighty weapon in exchange for keeping her prisoner subordinate to our will. And we freed her rather than do that. I don't know why we're doing any different with you. Huh. Well, uh, I'm not sure what you're saying, priest. 
I just, I don't like the idea that our power can only be derived by having souls enslaved to our will, trapped in these blades. Nimrod seemed to think the only way to remove a soul was to replace it. Well, you know, Nimrod's been around this valley a long time. So I say this with all due respect. I think that guy's a fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) He is is the hero of the Breen Valley. How could you say such a thing? (laughs) He could bring down the very walls of Hark if he chose to. He could bring down Adair. He could... could he could tear apart the center of the mountain of Monterre City itself. Uh, I feel like last time I got a good look at the guy, he was beating his useless fists against a giant stone pyramid that ran up out of the ground. And as you say that, Sil Moonbrook reappears with a tiny little <laughs> dark gnome, uh, <laughs> Surf Nerblin himself long ass ears in a cloak no 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 no! What, what are you doing to me you evil nimrod tolkien will kill you nimrod tolkien will kill you jumper and he like pulls back like he's gonna he's going to cast at her and she disappears and reappears on the ceiling and disappears and reappears behind him i just do a booming thaumaturgy voice how's your mummy nimrod <laughs> Oh, 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 goodness, it is, it is you three. Oh, okay. Um, Felipe, good day. Hi, good to see you. Nimrod, I'm glad our paths have crossed again. I'm not, Syl says. Do your dirty work and let's move on with our lives. Listen, I, I think the three of us should just stay quiet and let the three of you hash this out. Sil, <laughs> <laughs> so, if he makes a move, if he makes a move, I will shoot him with my firebolts. I don't care. Kill him if you would like to. No, Sil, Sil, darling. <laughs> I'm telling you. Humans, half-elf, stay your ground. I have a fireball queued up inside my little hands. And he wiggles his uh, griggly finger. No, Jonas, not a word. Not a word, Jonas. Let them handle it. They've got to come to terms themselves. God damn it. (laughs) Don't intervene, Jonas. (laughs) Phil there, I can see on your face you want to. (laughs) Felipe, I will leave you up on the roof. That goes for you too, Nimrod. No, I... How will I ever escape? Wizard, wizard, I have something for you. And he produces from his uh, cloak, he pulls out uh, a spell book and he says, from your defeated, I have it for you. I can't raise force against my brethren here, but perhaps you can. Trade for a trade, a book for a life, hey? Hey? Nimrod. I think I've had about enough of you. How is that even possible? We've been barely met. And every time it's in poor circumstances. I still have some beans. Here. Would you like my magical beans? Here they are. We still have some of your magical beans. 
How is that possible? I've seen your character sheet. They're not written there. I have four magical beings from our from the eighth incident in my journal that I got into with these fellas. Felipe, Nimrod, do your dirty work and let's be on with it. I cannot believe you have brought me here to the center of the earth. I swore I'd never return. Felipe? Yes. You aim to actually kill yourself. You said it was the only way to free. I said come to the center of the earth and replace the soul that's in the sword. That is easily done without dying, if that's your goal. You need only ask for a boon from... The octopus god Ehi herself here. You may speak directly to her, but only in your dreams. And she will just grant wishes. She will speak to you. She will give you the knowledge that you desire. Perhaps she will free your friend. It was in her name that all of these charneled weapons were made, except the ones that were made for the rock. So I assume she can also free them. And he pulls out a locket and he says, for instance, mother is in here. I wished for her to preserve mother so that I can speak to her anytime I wish. But unfortunately, I have no way of producing my mother from this locket. She said there was some way she described in riddles what to do. And I have no way to get her out. But maybe perhaps since we are here, I can ask her the very question. Do you recall those riddles? I have what is known as an eidetic memory, which means I sometimes forget things, she said. Not episodic enough, idiot, perhaps. Man, it's not God. episodic enough. <laughs> <laughs> she said, from the wood of the earth and the rock comes a man who can call your mother if you wear her around your neck. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> said all of it. That's the whole thing. Rubbish, but I can't throw away mommy. I see the little glow here. He holds it up. He says, I can see the little glow here, and I know she's there, and I know she's listening and hearing me, but I cannot speak with her. And how long have you held mommy's soul in that locket of yours? Let's see. What year was the Battle of the Bands? How many years ago was that? It's quite some time. Anyone know? Isn't it like 30-something years ago? Uh, carry the one... Uh, two years ago. I thought ago the, I thought the, the bands, bands was two years two. ago. It was when two years ago. I, I, See, I, I was know. sent in the portal, and then the Battle yeah. of the Bands happened, and then Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So two years ago was the Battle of the Bands. I've had her mummy for 77 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's much easier when you know where the 75th lands. Uh, so... Well, what are we doing here? What... What needs uh, to be done with this? And I'll pull out the sword, quiet dark. Okay, well, the reason why there's all these tables here is that it does require more than one. But when I came down, I, I, brought, I brought several other casters with me. Uh, we all begged to Eahai for various boons, answers to questions. Unfortunately, she does not always answer the question that you ask, but sometimes answers a question you did not ask, but should have. 
Each one of you must go to a table, choose the one that calls to you, and put something of great value to yourself upon the table. And then, Ehi willing, she will take your consciousness away from you, and you may speak to her. One thing, you need to be able to breathe underwater. I don't know if you can tell, and he points around, he says, this island that you're standing on spins, and it will be underwater within an hour. And what if we have no wish to speak to Ehi? I do not know why you are here, then. I did not know why I was here, either. Well, aside from... Aside from... Promises Felipe made. I, I believe our, our mission has changed. Originally, we meant to preserve Felipe's life in whatever way we could. And frankly, and I look at Jonas, preserve his ability to help us in our fight to free the Breen Valley. But now look at this. Gnome, he looks a hundred years younger. I sort of slap him on the back a little bit. The, 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 the contrail was good for me, Abel, and he winks at you. But, uh, well, see, he's still got a little sting a sting a pang of conscience about his friend who's stuck in the blade, who he was going to get out of there. I think at this point, I think we just want to want to help him free this guy. Well, I think you should do that then. That's the tax. You must put something important to you on the table. You must each choose a table. If I may lay down, you don't have to lay down on top of it. You may lay down next to it. Um, is it within any of your powers to breathe underwater? No. Ah. No, and I have to admit, I'm reluctant to put myself in Ehi's power, beloved of the mountain as I am. As am I. I open up a. Uh, I open up Gale Neverwinter's spellbook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Among other spells, water breathing is in said said spellbook, and I, I'll tell you what. I will give you a. I'll give you a, a a chance to cast it as though it was your own ritual spell here, if you want to start doing it. Um. Uh, yeah, you, you, you can, uh, this is what level is this? This is, uh, three th third level. So it's a DC third. 13 or, uh, um, uh, intelligence check. You can use arcana. You have proficiency in that, right? Uh, I do. Yeah. You can use a DC 13 arcana check to, 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 to cast it. It'll take 10 minutes to cast. And if you fail, then you'll have to take another 10 minutes and you can just keep futzing around. Yeah. With I'll, it. I'll keep messing around like I did the tiny hut the first time. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, I believe I may be able to help with that. Just, 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 just one question. The, uh, the item that is of import, what happens to that item once we speak with Ehi? When I did this, I brought my very favorite staff, and I put my very favorite staff upon the table, and I asked Ehi, none of your business what I asked her for, and when I awoke, oh, I've already told you, mother. <laughs> I asked to put mother in the locket. <laughs> and when I awoke, the locket was there, and my staff had this written on it. And he holds up his staff, and it's just a bunch of letters and undercommon. He says, it's a very weird riddle or poem of some sort, and I read it. And after I read it, I heard a voice ringing through this room. 
using some of the words from the poem to tell me an answer to something. And then I disappeared and I reappeared back at home. I, I was not even... It, it was where I wanted to be. I wanted to be at home. But I hadn't even been thinking about it. And then I was, I was in my lovely little hut. And there was a pot of tea on the fire. And no time had passed at all since I had jumped down the hole. And your staff worked perfectly. It still works. It's a lovely staff. If anything, it's harder than it was. Can you believe it? Like a diamond in an ice storm. Do you have any experience with those beloved of Donatus interacting with Ehi? Does she hold ill will? Very common misunderstanding. Ehi and the mountain are lovers. They exist together and always have. They have their spats, but they coexist. And there's even been a warlock that I know of who prayed to both of them. Interesting. True. You don't say. Hmm. Feel near your powers. They still confound me. I'll be over here. And I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to start trying to cast this thing. Nimrod. Uh, yes. Are you, are you able to cast a magic circle? Hmm. I, it is within my power, yes. Would you like to speak to your mother? What? Very much so. Well, you, how? I cannot cast a magic circle at the moment. I need a proper night's rest to be able to do it again. But if you can cast the circle, I have this staff. And I am beloved of by the rock, as you say. Would that you hold it out, I can turn myself into a vessel for your mother. And for a short while, you can speak to her. Half-elf, is this true? Have you done this before? I have. Then I guess there's no need for me to stay here because I can get what I want without the aid of the octopus god. And he begins casting magic circles. That's a 10-minute casting, isn't it? Uh, yeah, let me check. I'm happy to do it for you once we get what we need. Agreed. Agreed, good half-elf. Might I see the, this, this uh, staff that you say can help me speak to my mother? Yeah, it's a one-minute casting, so it's actually not too long. Okay. Um, and I'll, uh, I'll pull the staff out. No, don't do it, fill me. He looks don't around. Don't show it to him? He, yeah, he looks. goddamn gnome. Your, what's your passive perception? 15. Okay. Let me see. Mine's 18, and I'm watching Nimrod like a hawk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not standing next to him. I know. Okay. Um, all right. Sorry, what's your passive perception again? 15. 15. Okay. His hand is at his side, and he begins to move his fingers around a little bit. And Abel, <laughs> you see a blue hand appear right behind Filnir 
and it begins to make its way around. And Filner, you see this like blue mage hand, like like coming into your <laughs> to your purview. <laughs> Look out, Filnir. I think it's trying to take your pants off. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it disappears. And he says, oh, uh, I, I, old habits die hard. Nimrod, I will tell you one thing, and I will tell you this once. The gifts from the tree only work for those who they were given to. Mm, that does explain a thing or two. There was a man who I stopped permanently, you might say, who was carrying a leaf from the tree and it was giving him great powers. And it's just this. And he holds it up and he's just, it's just a plain leaf. I don't understand. Why won't the tree give to me? I have been to the tree many times. Perhaps you seek something from the tree and that in itself is the problem. Very well. Nonetheless, I am happy to oblige you and your wishes, assuming we can remove the soul from Kegaset, and it probably would be best to do so without taking Felipe's life. And that's your conditions for letting me speak to my mother, is that correct? Give me a moment, and I'll pull Abel and Ionis aside. Is there anything else I'm forgetting? What well, else I wasn't we, paying we... attention, I was reading this book. <laughs> Sorry, uh, it goes off. I, you can you can get the water breathing. Okay. John. We uh, get we get what we came here for, and we let this guy talk to his mom. I, I, I feel will, like that's a pretty good deal. I will let Nimrod speak to his mother as you once spoke to your father, using the staff. Uh-huh. We need a way out of here, and we need to satisfy Felipe's desire to get his friend out of Kegaset. For that is why we came here, I think. But what else is it that we need while we are here? Especially from Nimrod. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right. It's just his word that he will help us with Felipe without else? killing him. Is there anything we can ask of Ehi? I'd love to know more about. Um, I'm still worried Ehi's <laughs> trying to drown the valley. Who's who's the drow, Tom? Bezalel No, Bezalel Yeah, I'd I'd love white lady. I'd, I'd love to know more about Bezalith Luitl, who or what she is, what she wants. Maybe how to free my brother. Yes. And you see Nimrod and, uh, and Felipe chatting as, as Felipe is getting ready over on his table. And he pulls his boots off. They are beautiful. They are clearly made out of crocodile. And he puts those up on the table and he says, uh, Filner, if it's not too much trouble, could you please put Kegaset up here on my table as well? And Nimrod tells me that you are in the need of a soul and that I will not be taking the place of Kegaset. There are two options as far as I can see it. Nimrod's mother could take the place. No. She will not take the place in that sword. Then there is a soul we do not know that is here with us. Is there? The ring. Oh, yes. I own us your ring. Oh. Um. Do we know who is in this ring? There's only one way to find out. 
fellas, we will not imprison an unwilling soul in this blade. If we cannot free the soul inside, then we may allow Felipe to take the alternative of saving his friend at the expense of his own life. But I will not consign an unwilling soul to this endeavor. Well, perhaps that magic circle could be put to more than one use. Oh, I almost forgot. I'm going to look down and try to read the words that are on my arm. <laughs> oh, yeah. So oh, remind yeah. our listeners where, when, when that happened. This is, you got poisoned. I got poisoned by Grumpsh slash Willem the Wet and then had a little commune with Tempest and the poison that was turning my arm black turned to spell out letters and I never looked down and actually tried to read what they were because we got all caught up in some other stuff. So it is a spell and it is how to cast a spell that will trap, imprison, and send, otherwise send to the rock Grumpsh and free okay. Tempest. All right, not relevant to our current circumstances. Just, just, just wanted to have unless, that piece of information. Unless Grumpsh. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I got distracted looking at my arm here. What was I saying? <laughs> Did Grumpsh not jump into the water when he escaped the tower? Should we be sure he is not also hiding down here somewhere? I make. Sil, have you seen anybody else down else down here? That guy is real good at hiding. He would be wet or perhaps look like an orc. No, I, I, I arrived here only moments before you arrived, and then I decided to do what I'd always wanted to do, which was put my feet in the water of the center of the earth. It is not like other water. It feels slimy, but but comforting. It's quite odd. We'll all be under it soon if we do this ritual. Insight I've been check. under it twice. Nine insight check. <laughs> what are you trying to insight get insight into? Is she telling the truth? Is she hiding anything? Is she groomsh? Yeah, okay. Maybe? <laughs> You have more now questions and answers. Yeah, you, you have more questions and answers. Yeah. Although you did <laughs> see her uh, jump and appear on the ceiling and it was her form that was on there. Right. And she's doing all the sill things. But Maybe it turned out Grumsh was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> Felipe, is it truly your wish to inhabit this blade? I do like life, but the one inside made a sacrifice which allowed me to stay out of a situation very much like this for a very long time. And it is only fair, if there is no other way, that I occupy the blade. Is there any other way? All you way? have to do is ask. All, right. All you have to do is ask, Ei. Felipe, if you say, free this soul. And if you can't free it, then let me take its place. Then you give Ehi two options. I guess that's true. 
Do you have any way of knowing who is trapped inside that ring of Ionis's? I do not. I may, I may have a way of finding out. It may take time, though. Have you spoken to it, Ionis? I, I haven't. I'm going to put it on. Okay. Uh, it's pretty clear it's going to take time to attune to it. Um, but you don't hear any voice at all when you when you put it on. But it does become invisible when you put it on. You can Nimrod. still feel it. Yes. Do you know... Do you have any ideas about how to save Schnobik? Well, that's the funny thing. I think you'd have to, say, wrestle him away from Beslith. Because I don't think saving makes it sound like what he wants is to be wrestled away from Beslith. And I don't believe that's true. I see. I can With see EI. you're wondering, what is Beslith? Yes, that is another question we've had that I would love answered. Bezalith is, was, a powerful elven wizard. A Moonbrook wizard. She used to inhabit this very room from time to time, monitoring the contrails the way Moonbrook elves did. When Moonbrook was defeated by Montaire and the dam was broken, allowing the water to flow freely out to the ocean. She became a vampire. She did this of her own free will to become more powerful than she was before. She tried to raise an army of demons and vampires to take on Montaire, and she failed time and time again. And then she went to Gilbrain Wilds, not too long ago, where I even felt the light go out. From fair Beslith Lultol. Her children were set free, as is the custom when vampires die. And then a year later, she reappeared, reanimated as it was. I have a theory. The Moonbrook Elves of old have moved their, what's remaining of their sad little tribe to the Gilbrain Wilds, and rather than flourishing in the trees and practicing their nature magic that once led them down this road of destruction, they've turned to technology. And I believe Bezleth Luatul is a reanimated construct. I believe her mind is there. I believe she is still the personality that she once was. But I believe what powers her is a heart of a heart of stone turned magic, a clockwork of gears and other things. If, if this is the case, how how could she how could she possibly hold sway over so many? Force of personality, I believe, and Schnobuck is a vampire. And I think she loves him very much. And I think, I think he loves her. I believe they don't even realize Heinrich 
doesn't even realize that the magnetism that pulls him to complete a tower, much like this one below the briar wall, I think he believes it's Bezleth Lultul. I don't believe it is. I believe Schnobick has the power to control and call them. I don't even know if Schnobick knows he has that power. No. No, I refuse to believe that. It's just a theory. But one thing I will say, what's left of the Moonbrook Elves deep in the Gulbrain Wilds? For 300 years, they have thrown themselves into a new kind of magic. One that is not easy for me to understand. The methods, the power. They play with the weave of magic, but not in the way that we do, Jonas. Not the way you do, Abel. They play with the weave in a very different way. They're building teleportation circles that don't appear on this map. They're building devices that throw fireballs the way you throw fireballs, Jonas. And they can carry them in their hands and give them to the lowliest foot. The question I have What happens when Bezalith fails to drown the valley and the Gilbrain elves decide they need to come and finish the work that she could not finish? That's my question. I would love to know what Ehi thinks of all this as well. I do not believe Ehi is a fan of mechanized magicians. That would seem to be true. And if so, maybe maybe we could gain her favor as well. Ehi probably does, though, very much want to have a larger hunting ground than she has now. She may be willing to make a pact with someone who was willing to build the dam over at Popper's Pass, which the Montarans destroyed many, many, many years ago, draining the valley. She might even make a deal with Bezleth, but I don't think, I don't think she'd make a deal with the Moonbrook elves that abandoned her and haven't come begging back for forgiveness. Do you know why the Montarans destroyed the dam? Yes, of course. They, they knew that that's where the power of the Moonbrook Elves came from, was directly from Ehi herself. And Ehi doesn't care. She's like the mountain. She grants her power to anyone who does the motions. And he moves his fingers and he says, and says the words, Oh, Ehi, come save me or whatnot. What is a god? Why would a god care? And the Montarans figured out. Boy, question of my life. <laughs> Don't I know it. Look at you carrying your god in your backpack. Don't think it has escaped my purview to know that you have found the stone of Grumpsh. <laughs> you carry it now with pride. Bit of a reversal of fortune. 
Do you think Tempest knows that he's in a tiny little ball carried by his his tiny little priest? I mean, relatively tiny, of course. No offense. Human. Well, I'd, I'd be tempted to say it doesn't make him happy, but I've never known him to be happy about anything for a minute in his whole miserable existence. That might be true. Maybe, maybe the goal here is to uh, unleash the fair-minded Tempest on the Breen Valley, and at least let the honorable combat take the take the valley. <laughs> Trust me, what is coming is not honorable. All what right. do you mean? What is coming? The flood. Every side in this battle in this war wants things to go their way and none of them have honorable combat as a top priority fair enough sleep is all set up nimrod do you know the way out of here once we're finished and uh and he uses his thumb and he goes uh the motions over at sil moonbrook and he says i think the only way i can get out is with her yes and for the rest of us Half-elf, you set me free once. I'll take you out of this place as well. That includes Abel and myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Listen, I... Yeah. I'll take you out. And Felipe looks up at her and she says, Don't push it, Felipe. (laughs) (laughs) If you two have boons, you would ask of Ehi. Undertake the ritual. I might myself, but uh, I'll be damned if I let Nimrod Tolkien and Syl Boombrook be the only people looking over our unconscious bodies. I agree. I have the same concerns. But if you two would like to uh, lay down on a table if you're able, (laughs) I'll, I'll watch over you. I will go. Nimrod sort of, I mean, obviously he knows a lot. He's only done this once. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, you know, put something that means something to you on the table and um, don't lay on it. No, 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 Jonas, Jonas. No, nope. Lay down next to it. Uh, there's always a chance that what's on the table will be destroyed. Um, from what I understand, it, it has happened in the past. Sometimes people ask big, big questions, big big boons from Ehi, and it takes a little bit of love to 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 implement um and uh yes Ehi does not ask for life she does not ask for blood though many have brought her blood in the past um uh, i i'm gonna roll an insight check real quick okay on on Nimrod's feelings for his mother. Okay. <laughs> 20. So you probably need to ask him about his mother, but I will let this insight check count toward. Well, just, you know, that he had been, dis- when he was talking with Filner, this is sort of a retroactive insight check, right? That okay. when he was talking with Filner about his mother and making the trade for being able to talk to her. Did I get the sense that that was 
a real motivation for him that that was really something that he he would be motivated by so he clearly wants to talk to the person in the locket (laughs) yeah okay yeah so is that good enough yeah, I, I'm just I, I'm I was trying to gauge uh, how likely I felt that he was going to keep up his end of the bargain and not feed us false information. And I feel like that was a better way to get at that question than yeah. saying, oh, I roll an insight check on what he's telling Jonas right now. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. I mean, with a 20 insight check. It's not about love, but it is. A very large, but there was a glint in his eye when he learned that that could that Filnir could bring him could make this happen. This could make this happen. Yes, and clearly he knows that he needs Filnir to do it because he of his experience with the leaf. That's right. Okay, that's right, John. What were we gonna say? Uh, So on the altar, I'm going to take out the wand that I received from Donatus. for two reasons. One, it it may not be it may not mean something to me, but it's filled with my essence. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, I, whatever spells I've cast, mm-hmm. it is it is now humming with energy that I created. Mm-hmm. And because, in a way, it is also a boon for Ehi because it comes from this being that she coexists with that whether, whether it's her lover or not, if she hates him, she can destroy it. Awesome. If she loves him, it's an, it's also of, of him. Yeah, that's great. Okay. Um, that, that's, that, that's good. Um, and how about you, Tim? So I'll put Kegaset down next to Felipe. Yep. As requested. I've been looking over my character sheet to figure out what it is that Filnir has that's important to him. Um, and I feel like, I, I don't know that I have these written here, but I feel like he still has, did I give away those emeralds that I had with Periso? Uh, I don't have, I don't have it on here, so I, I can't remember. I think you got rid of the emeralds. I think you yeah, got you rid might, of the emeralds. You might be right. Um, you do have do... the letter. You do have the letter that that Edgar wrote to you, yeah, accepting you into his service. Yeah. Um. So I think that would be the most important thing to him. I mean, the staff has come to mind as something that's important too. But then, obviously, if that gets destroyed, that fucks his whole promise to Nimrod. Um. So I would put the letter down. Um. Filnir, let me know if you want some of these magic beans. <laughs> uh, I think it best we not bring up another pyramid uh, where we stand. I just, I feel like they're good for, you know, paying for magical things. Fair enough. Um, I think I've got it. I... And then you see just that Sill not... Sil goes over to one of the tables and... Um, and she, she has a, she has a, uh, it's a rope necklace, like a, like a, just a, 
um, a braided necklace that has that she pulls out. And she's got a little sack that's a tiny little leather sack in it, and she pulls out two gold coins and puts them down on on a table. And she sits down next to the table, and Nimrod pulls out his locket and he says, "Maybe I won't even need you." And he puts his locket on the table and he sits down next to it. And Abel, you said you're not doing any of that stuff? No. Everyone seeks to commune with Ehi, huh? Well, why not? We're here. Fair enough. Still, I can't imagine these tables have good associations for you. I respect your bravery. If this god can take away the scar that I have from the years of monitoring the contrails, then I will be very happy to have laid upon one of these tables again. And she sits down. And you still feel that the uh, island still feels fairly stable, but you can tell now while you've been talking and going through these motions that the water line has changed and has continued to move toward you. And, you know, it's weird because the, the, the top of the dome has shifted and you realize that the whole thing, the dome is moving top and bottom seemingly at the same pace. So there's, there's new points that are now, like on the eastern horizon of the of the sphere that are popping up and more bodies and you can see that there's another area that's a dark hole of bodies drawn on there that looks like a yet another one of these uh downspout like light wells that you guys traveled through and you can fail this saving throw if you choose but i have a constitution saving throw that you all need to make as the island turns, there's a small, it's not a, it's not like, it's like a fog that is coming up from, from the water as you approach it. So constitution saving throws, you can fail it if you want to. Sill, if you wake up at home in your bed, you come back and get us. I, I will. I promise. I'm staying away from the fog. I'm, I'm, I'm walking, you know, to stay in the center of the island. Okay, so your friends are about to disappear underwater. John, Tim, do you guys want to make a saving throw or no? I'm not going to. I mean, I feel like, yeah, I feel like this is part of the part of the thing. Um, but I am, I am going to make a throw because I think okay. Filnir's still okay. Like, yeah, sort like of what the fuck is going about, on here? Yeah, yeah, about this relationship between Ehi and Donatus, and if they're actually friendly or if this is putting his life at risk. Uh, I rolled a 19. All right. So, so you, uh, the fog begins to enter, and this is true for you too, Jonas, like the fog enters your breath as you breathe in and it smells, it, it, it smells a bit like sugar baking or sugar starting to burn. So like, like getting hot, the, the fog is hot but it's sweet and it's sticky sweet. John, you enter in this like super surreal dreamscape where you're floating in a pink ball 
and you're surrounded by other pink balls. And Filnir, you start to choke on the water as it comes in and you are it's weird because you can still you're still getting oxygen but you feel the the water like entering your lungs and it is very off-putting like it's like it's 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 weird because you're still breathing okay but you're also choking on the water and you can get up or you can stay in it it's it's coming in and it doesn't it feels wrong but also it's fine also you're fine (laughs) So it's like that scene in the abyss. Yeah. Yes. yes right. Yes, right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's a horrible um, scene. <laughs> yeah, I think Filner might panic a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and uh, grab grab the letter and get up and and run off to Abel. All right, Abel, you see Filner <laughs> starting to like starting to totally I freak hold him out. Down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's and, a, it's okay, Phil. There, I think now, just yeah. The it just it doesn't it doesn't feel right. Maybe it's the connection with Denotis. I I don't know. Well, listen. If there's one thing I've learned about communing with gods, if it doesn't feel right, don't do it. Yes, we'll meet them on the other side, I suppose. All right. <laughs> so you guys are you guys Cough are sort of somewhere. walking on the thing. All right. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to you. John in a second. Okay. They've all disappeared. And as this thing turns, it's about 45 minutes in. And there's suddenly an, a section that there's no longer any of these tables. The ground changes. So it's no longer sort of hot, I mean, hard black onyx with these lady bone things in it. You see actually this very weird, as it, as it turns toward you, there's white, like, like bright, bright white on the floor. And it's, and, and as it turns, you have to like walk on it and it, you sort of start to sink into it not like mud or something but it's like it's it's a uh, it's soft ground very very soft ground and wet and and it continues going and then there is like a a blue and pink very sh- like 10 foot wide ring that sort of passes under you and then it's black again but but like soft 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 and your foot goes into it and when your foot goes into that black area it's like it was in the tunnel again and you are drawn in it and i need you to both give me constitution saving throws dc 15 oh geez i got a two okay yeah my chances on this are not great 19. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So Filnir disappears into the water from the very middle of this, of this thing. And you can see him drawn up on the roof above you again. And Abel, you hear just booming in this room. Priest, why? Are you standing on my eye? 
I knew it. Oh, damn. <laughs> Big old octopus eye. Priest, it doesn't feel good. Move off of my eye. Where, where else would you have me stand? It's water everywhere. Priest, get into the water. I'm wearing all this armor. Priest, you'll float. If you would like to stay above, do one of your special abilities to keep yourself above the water. Yeah, okay. do not stand on my eye. Can you you give me a few minutes? And I'll swim out. I'll, I'll get out. I'll get out in the water. You see. So as you, <laughs> as you start to get out, you start to go under. And good thing, because as you are like wading out into the water and getting off of her eye, you see drawn on the ceiling this long tentacle that starts to move on the ceiling. And it wraps around the drawing of Filnir and pulls it out into the three-dimensional space and puts it into the water down under. And give me one more constitution saving throw, Sam. Who, me? Yeah, as you get into the water. Natural one. Okay. All right. So all three of you are now floating in these pink bubbles under the water. And you hear the sounds of bubbles all around you, and you don't see anyone else, um, but you are filled with that same euphoric feeling that you had when you were in the Grigley uh, Gnome's Gap, and also when you ventured into the mountain. This is you've now realized this is the feeling you get when you are like deep in the divine, and. You all have this moment where you realize, like, there is another one there with you. Look around as you might, you don't see them. It's just just in this pink ball bubble floating in this water. You breathe fine. Everything is comfortable. You don't hear sounds, except you do hear your own breathing. And... You each have a moment where you realize you can ask a question. John. A connection to the divine is not something I'm very familiar with, but if you are indeed out there, listening. I must know how to save my brother. All right. And you wake up. Sam? Yeah, I feel like you kind of tricked me into this. Which also makes me feel like you really want me to ask a question and give me the answer. And you wake up. <laughs> <Filmer>. <laughs> and so I oh 
I think Filner's in a bit of a panic, and so his would go something like this: Why? Why did Periso pick me? Why, Edgar? What? How, how do I help my friends? What does Donatus want? I. Okay, you wake up, and the water is starting to clear. the the uh, The eye is gone, and Filner jumps up like jumps up from lying down and you hear drums begin to play when you buy arrows buy all that you can to fill your quiver in the dark of the fog and clouds the great filnir can see any armory will do for it is the blades within us that keep us whole let us live there is only the king i may have come from a stone or from a tree but your hour on gilbrain can free all those who are living and things fall and die need only of twenty twenty vision to see one thousand feet into the earth up is enough to keep to find the keep of lake and hearth where the wine is never sweet but always dry and cream puffs taste of lavender and then you can hear that drum resounding through the dome and you can hear an echo that starts to repeat itself little by little by little, and you can hear Filnir's voice echoing in this room. And you start to piece it together, and then you hear it all together at one time as it bounces around the room, and this is what it sounds like. When you arrow by to the clouds, see armory, the blades live, the king of your own can free all living things Twenty feet up is enough to keep Lake and Hearth dry. And then Abel sits up with a start. When you band together, Clever many bastard. become <laughs> Into the Kensington, Adair, Hark, Waterdeep, Jesus, Gaulus, Kegesset, Heretic Lowe's interior space, Heights, Depths, Total entropy on with four. In those them therefore the wilds wither. Pyromancer Bezalith talking as was known already. Charnelled blades, forgotten souls and brick. Earth stone can be, cannot be. Filled, killed, tilled, wither in hush, flush, hiss, feet, mouth, fingers, hands, toes. He is trying to find a good place to God. For without that deity, we all likely turn to ashes and sand and salt and rock. Build, destroy, engage. End all wars with spears and teleportation circles. And bridges and trails and rivers and boats. And then you hear that 
resounding through and it begins to clarify into another message that gets echoed. When you band many to the Kegesset heights in the wilds, Bezalith is already charneled. Bick cannot be killed, wither in his hands. He is God to rock. Build boats. <laughs> and, and, then, and, then, and then Jonas sits up with a start. When you see all that war foments to the subjects of your crown in Adair, and Hark, and Lakeshire, and Montaire, in both store and tavern is where the good people will, will bow down guards. Fought bravely for Rella, who knew and knows Jesus is, was, not, dead, trust all who err. On the side of the mountain, the octopus cannot live. In your city, the octopus does not sleep, or sit, or stand. She spreads lie into the soil, not once or twice, but she flooded the farms with it, until they turned the deepest blue and could not be tilled. Towers of grain could not hide and protect the people from starvation. Gilbrain, from all accounts, is a wasteland to outsiders who see distended bellies and all hope forgotten. And then the message resounds back from the dome. When you see foam to the Lakeshire Tavern, Rella is dead, trust air. The octopus cannot lie. Once flooded the blue towers, hide and protect Gilbrain from outsiders. And that's where we're going to end episode 52. Everyone Rella's must dead. end. What the fuck? What the fuck? Seriously. That was crazy cool. <laughs> that was fucking crazy. I would have to listen to that like six more times. Six more. Yeah. Well, we're going to need some transcripts. We're yeah, going to need so, some. But that was. That was just incredible. Maybe maybe Tom will write it out for us in the bonus. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, you know, I will, as a prologue, as you sort of clear your heads, you didn't hear your own poems. You were sort of out of it. You just heard the echoes. Um, but the items that you put on the sacrificial tables, even if you remove them, Phil Nier. Yeah. It has the long poems that you just read with bolded words occasionally on there. And it's all written in common and not under common. So you can read it easily and clearly. And I will post those and I will uh, we'll, we'll play them again in the bonus so that people can hear them. Uh, the, the echoed message. Um, awesome. That is the end of season two, fellas. Congratulations! Wow. In the center of the earth. Yeah, we're stuck. Oh we're man, stuck. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have an epilogue episode, maybe. Right. <laughs> I didn't say where you were when you woke up. Oh, that's true. Oh. 
will you say now? Wow. You are in Lake and Hearth when you wake up. Wow. And you all wake up and you are in your windmill and Abel is in his hammock and John is on the, and uh, Ionis is on the floor and Filnir is sitting in a lounge chair and Florin opens the door and says, get up, lazy bones. And he walks over to you with a tray and there is a, a plate with a pastry and plate with a stack of sausages and a saucer with a cup of tea on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, <then. laughs> all right. Holy hey, moly. great job, Tom. Hey, awesome. thanks, man. Bringing that one in for a landing. That thanks. Was, <laughs> what a way to end it. Yeah. yeah I'm, wow. I'm I'm excited. I'm, I'm, you know how I feel about Ehi, but I didn't want you to get too close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just on the eye. That's it. Yeah. Just on the eye. I guess I, I guess I owe Nimrod a favor. If you ever we see him see what again. Happens. If we if ever we see, ever yeah, see him again. Like, yeah. We don't know we, where anybody is. We don't know what happened. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yep. he got what he wanted. Yeah. Maybe. And Kegaset is presumably gone. We'll figure that out. When we come back, uh, you're going to have some figuring out even when this is. Hmm. Yeah. It sounds like, hmm. it sounds like Florin was not surprised to see us. Right. Yep. Right. Florin was definitely not surprised to see you. Thanks everybody for listening. Two seasons in 52 episodes. Countless bonus episodes. Countless. Um, I mean, 51. <laughs> well, no, because we did two sometimes. Character between creation. Episodes and yeah. 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 Just yeah. Sometimes we skip understand them too. Podcast. So really countless because none of us yeah. have yeah. counted. Yes. <laughs> none of us have counted. What a, what a milestone. I'm just, exactly. I'm so happy to have gotten this far with, the three of you and also with all the people listening man what a what a ride we've all been on together yeah man that's incredible i'm looking forward to many more yeah me too yes sir season three here we come do you think do you think you're gonna get to level 20 yeah i I think john will i'm good yeah (laughs) yeah i don't know if if phil near and i are gonna make it but I, i feel like john will I'm yeah, trying to steamroll that bastard right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, everybody. Toodaloo. All right. Come back soon. Uh, listen to the, we'll uh, the bonus episode. episode. For you. Right yep. on schedule. Yeah. Maybe we'll go. do some season ender Q&A wrap up bonus stuff. Ooh, that's yeah. good. That'd yeah. be great. That'd be Subscribe great. to the Patreon if you want to uh, listen in on some of that. Yeah. And we'll catch you on the next one. Alright,